This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network. What is going on, everybody? What's going on, Bex? And myself is here for another episode. We're not calling ourselves what you're talking about, Libby, anymore. What are we calling ourselves now, Bex? I can relate to that. I can relate to that podcast. That's our new name. Short, sweet, to the point. So it'd be a lot easier for everybody to search for us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, well, we don't have an Instagram page, don't we? No, we don't. Oh, we don't. But we got Twitter. Yeah, we got Twitter. So we got to change that. We got to update our names on that. We're going to update our thumbnail. So this is our new uh, name. I can relate to that. Uh, we mainly, you know, keeping the same genre. What we've been doing is, uh, you know, talking about stuff that we can all relate to. Uh, funny stories about growing up and uh, people that I've talked to uh, on, on our, you know, our fans out there. You know, they say, yeah, I remember doing that when I was a kid, too. So, you know what? I'm going to call it i can relate to that podcast so congratulations to our <laughs> our uh, new name so what episode number are we up to right now bex we know i'm just not going to reset the clock i'm just going to yeah. just keep keep our podcast the same so we're up to episode uh number 20 bex 20 wow 20 20 so, yep Episode 20, we have uh, like 25 episodes uh, when we were the Tea Time, the Blade Crew, and What You Talking About, Libby. Uh, we're keeping our same platforms and all that stuff, so uh, definitely something to look forward to. But, Bex, I want to discuss something with you. Talk to me. So, I had Boys Weekend. I want a guy's perspective. All right, let's okay? go. Charmaine, I would love to have her on the show. I want a female's perspective, but let me bring this up to you. Okay. So I have a good close friend of mine uh, since I've known since uh, middle school or mm -hmm. junior high school is uh, what we used to call it. So something we could all relate to. There you go. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, and now it's called middle school, which I don't get. But so junior high school, I met this uh, 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 buddy of mine. His name is Bruce. And, uh, he, you know, he, him and I grew up together. We, you know, we always uh, hung out and, you know, until he moved down to Miami and I was still living in New York and I finally moved down to Florida, but I live in the Tampa Bay area. He still lives in Miami. So once in a blue moon, I will actually do a boys weekend down to go visit him and just hang out, have a good old time and have fun and just, uh, talk about funny things growing up and, you know, and meet his friends or whatever. So I decided to do a boys weekend. All right. Okay, my wife did a girls weekend. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity. And I'm going to do a boys weekend. So I decided to uh, contact him and say, hey, you're going to be available on this uh, particular weekend. It was just recently. And he said, yeah, man, yeah, come on down. You know, uh, you know, they still have their little curfews because of coronavirus down in Miami. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. So I uh, booked the hotel and uh, you know, my wife did her own thing and I did my own thing and I I want your opinion on something. So right. it was a three-day weekend right. for me. It was a Friday, Saturday, and come home very late on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Okay? I don't know if it's, it was not meant to be to have a boys' weekend, but so I left my house. I was going to make the drive down to Miami. My buddy was like, yeah, fly down to Miami from Tampa. I was like, eh, that's a four-and-a-half-hour drive. Uh, you know, I could do it. I don't have the kids. They're like, oh, I got to go potty. You know, I'm hungry. You know, and I'm just, you know, yeah. keep it to myself. So... I get in the car, and I was on the road by like 
8 a.m. Because I wanted to be down in Miami by like 12, 1230 before lunchtime or something like that. Right. So I uh, get in the car and it was cooler out this particular day. And, you know, I don't know in your car, but I got these pressure sensors in my car. And I noticed that the pressure sensor light came on. Right. And the pressure sensor light said low tire. I was like, ah, oh, shoot. You know, I, I got I to gotta put air in the tire. I just don't feel comfortable driving with this light on for, you know, 300 and something miles uh, drive. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, the dealership was, you know, the dealership where I bought my car from wasn't too far away. So I decided to swing by the dealership. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I got in. I was out within like. 10 minutes. It was that quick. Okay. They put air in my tire. They put all air in four tires. Great. So technically I'm only behind like about 20, per, 20 minutes behind schedule. So I'm driving down there and I get down to the Fort Myers area, which is about 120 miles away from my front door. Uh, about an hour and a half, two hours away at this point. Okay. So I'm driving on the interstate and next thing you know, here, I was like, Oh no, what the heck? So I, pu- I got off the exit. There was no way I was going to pull over on the side of the highway. So I got this big old spike in my tire. So I was like, okay, not a big deal, but I was losing air pressure. You were losing. I was, yeah. I was about to ask because you had made it with the, with the... No, I wasn't going to change it because, you know, when you get on Alligator Alley, if anybody has driven Alligator Alley... And you get stuck in Alabama, you're stuck. You're stuck. <laughs> you're mean, meanwhile, it's about, what, 120 miles from, like, the Naples area to Fort Lauderdale or yeah. something? It's, it's something yeah. really far. You just don't want to get caught, you know, having car problems in the middle of the uh, thing. And, and, you know, those spare tires are only good for, what, 60 miles, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I didn't want to, like, worry about it. So I, I said, all right, let me find a dealership in the dealership family that I, uh, you know, you know, like the, the parent company. So I have a protection plan on my tires. So if I got a, you know, they call it road hazard or something like that. So I have the road hazard plan. I called the dealership up in Tampa. I was like, Hey, I got a flat tire. What do I do? Well, apparently the girl didn't know what she was uh, talking about, which I'll talk about later. So she says, yeah, you need to go to our parent company dealership. So it was another totally different brand uh, from my car that I drove. And uh, so I found it at the parent company of a uh, of the dealership. I drive to the dealership, and I pull up, and I the lady at the uh, you know the check in underneath the uh, the service department was like, "Hey, can I help you?" I says, "Yeah, I got a big old spike in the tire. Uh, can you know can we get this fixed?" And of course, it was right in the middle of the tire, so uh, they they don't know if they could. No, I'm sorry, it was close to the edge, like to the sidewall, so they couldn't patch it, so they had to replace the tire. So they uh, bring the car in. I was like, listen, you know, I'm on a time frame. How long is this going to take? Um, you know, it's going to be like about a half hour before we pull it in there. Okay, fine, whatever. So I go inside the dealership. You know, they have all the free donuts and the coffee and all that stuff, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, right. all that stuff. And I decided to uh, sit down there. And, uh, and the lady says, oh, uh, Mr. AJ, uh, uh, we're going to have to replace the tire. Okay, cool. Do you have the tire in stock? Well, that's where the issue came in. She says, we have to ship the tire, get the tire ordered, uh, but uh, it'll be here. I said, where's the tire coming from? It's coming from freaking Tampa. Wow. 140 miles away. You're telling me it's not a Ferrari tire. It's not a high speed, you know, regular. It's a regular, you know, 20 inch tire, whatever the inch tire is. Nothing special. It's, uh, you know, no, not a racing tire. I mean, what was the big deal? So I said to her, I says, you're telling me in Fort Myers, there's no tire anywhere that I could, um, you know, re- get this thing fixed. I mean, no, she says, no, you can't. So I was like, fine, just order it. 
So I knowing that this tire is coming from uh, for, uh, from Tampa, you know, I already driven it, so it was at least a two hour drive, and who knows how long before they put it into their their transportation vehicle or whatever it was to get it down here. So I decided to uh, wait it out. So I was at one point I was like, you know what, the tire protection plan it should be good nationwide. I should be able to pull into a uh, in, into a tire shop and get the tire fixed. Well, at that time it was already fixed. Or, I'm sorry, already ordered. I'm sorry, it was ordered. And they uh, they they said to me, uh, I go up to the service advisor lady. I was like, hey, listen, uh, you know, I'm on a time frame. I don't want to be sitting around here. Can I go to a tire shop and see if they have it? No, since the plan that you have has to be in our family of dealerships. I was like, you got to be kidding me. So uh, I sat there. I sat there for six and a half hours waiting for this tire to come in. I mean, that's just nuts to begin with. The, finally, the tire came in. They slapped it on the car. I was on my way. I mean, I'm already six and a half hours behind schedule, and I still had to drive across Allegheny Alley, which I'm about two hours and 10 minutes away from our, my hotel destination. So I decided to, like, obviously, I had no choice. I had to wait it out. So I get the tire in there. I make my way into Miami. I get into Miami, like, around 6, 30, 7 o'clock, somewhere in that. I can't remember what time it was. And I uh, decided to uh, check in my hotel, and uh, I was like, no sense to me to go out anywhere this evening because I, I just got back to my hotel too late. The time I got into the hotel was pretty late. Yeah. So I called my uh, buddy up and he had other, he, I told him, go ahead and make your other plans, whatever you wanted. He does a lot of side hustle you know, type stuff and, you know, let him do what he wanted to Boys do. Bruce, Bruce sounds like my type of guy, man. Yeah. And uh, Bruce, Bruce is a, a really, really cool guy. He, uh, you know, we've been good friends for many, many years. I mean, 25 plus years since middle school. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really a long time. So, I uh, get uh, down to Miami, I get in my hotel, I checked in, I got a bite to eat, and I was like, you know what, let's reset the clock, I'll start all over tomorrow. Wow. So, okay, I'll start all over tomorrow, and yeah. I'll meet up with my buddy. And me- meanwhile, at that time, Miami still had 11 o'clock curfew, so everything shuts down at 11 o'clock. I mean, they were dead serious, so they're not messing around down, down in Miami. Where everybody else is opening up, Miami is still under a uh, curfew. So I uh, <clears throat> went to bed. I woke up the next morning, I got a bite to eat, and, uh, <coughs> excuse me, and I uh, woke up, got a bite to eat, and then I decided to, okay, let me call my buddy up and say, okay, he could answer the phone, hey, what's going on? I said, yep, I'm ready to go, let's meet up. So we met up, like, at a reasonable time. Uh, I don't know, he ended up meeting me, I don't know what the situation was, I think I met him in his apartment or whatever it was, and I decided to, uh, let's just go for a drive and just, you know, shoot the shit and Find something to do, you know, whatever trouble we get into. So he took me down to Coconut Grove. You ever heard of Coconut Grove down in Miami? I love that place. Okay. So apparently they did a lot of uh, revamping of the area down there. And uh, it was started to rain. And he showed me Coconut Grove down in Miami. And I was driving in my car. And he was in, in the front seat. And next thing you know, the tire pressure light came on again. Are you serious? Again. Okay. I was like... Let me pull on the side of the road here because I hear, a ch- 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 you know, I hear a, like a chink type noise, uh, you know, in, in the tire. And of course, I get out of the car and I knew which tire it was because the air pressure light was, uh, you know, on and I knew which tire it was that was giving me a hard time. And I look, I says, by golly, I got another nail in my tire. And it was a different tire. It wasn't the same tire that they replaced the day before. Wow, bro. So at this point, I'm getting pissed. I was like, you got to be kidding me. This is, this is just unreal. So at this point, I was going to be driving home on Sunday, okay? So I said, you know what? I'm not messing around. I'm going to find a tire place now, 
and uh, he tried to get this thing fixed. So I went to the uh, dealership, another type of family dealership that's under the same umbrella of all these. You know how these big dealerships have like 12 or 14 different brands? Yeah. So I found a Chevy dealership or something like that, and I was under the same umbrella. And, of course, I pulled up there. The guy was like, yeah, no problem. We'll take a look at it. Okay. Mr. AJ, we don't have the tire in stock. It's going to be Monday or Tuesday before it comes in. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, really? Really? So I was like, heck with this. So I ended up calling the customer service number to, uh, uh, to this, uh, this uh, protection plan, folks. It's like a third party through uh, the dealership. And I was like, listen, I'm 350 miles away from home. Which, I got a flat tire. Can I go to any place or do I have to go stick to the dealership? Well, what you may have to do is they're going to have to, uh, you know, you have to come out the money out of your own pocket and you have to file a claim. I said, that's not a big deal for me. I don't care. I'll do that. But I'm saying to myself, why didn't the lady at the dealership in Fort Myers tell me that? Did she figure you didn't have the money? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what her issue was. But the tire was already ordered. I guess she didn't want to cancel the order or something. like. I, I don't know, which was kind of messed up. So that got me pissed. How inconvenient. Very inconvenient. So I was like, all right, let me start calling around these uh, tire dealers, you know, tire dealers in like Tire Kingdom or Firestone, whatever. So I found a uh, tire place. I Googled it and we went to my buddy's apartment and while I got this uh, nail on the tire and then uh, we, we got into, he followed me in his car. I was like, you know what? I'm going to drop the car off and we'll go out maybe I'll go out to lunch or something like that. Yeah. So I finally found a tire place. And, uh, and apparently I got Bridgestone, Bridgestone tires on my vehicle. Okay. And uh, this particular uh, tire repair shop, it was a tire place. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was a big chain. And they, they said to me, it says, no, I'm sorry. We don't have any Bridgestone tires here. But, but your other tire seems a little bit low on the tread. So we're going to have to replace both tires. It says, no, just replace one tire. That's what I'm worried about right now because I got to drive back home tomorrow. So the guy was like, well, no, you can't do that because the tread would be different. I don't know. I'm not a tire guy, so I don't know if he was just blowing smoke. He was hustling you, bro. He was probably was. Don't get hustled, man. No, I didn't get hustled. Okay. So I said, he brought, he, he went back in the office and uh, he was going to quote me on how much it was. I was like, no, I'm not going to buy another tire. It's the other tire is decent. You know, it wasn't bald or anything. It wasn't showing the bands. So I ended up calling. Uh, I said, listen, tell me. A, who carries this Bridgestone tire since you don't have this in stock? Well, check the XYZ. It was another big brand name uh, tire place. And it was 25 miles away. Wow, that's a little... 25 miles away from... Because I called a bunch of them and of course they didn't have that size tire in stock. I mean, it's only... A, it's a regular tire. How do you not have it in stock? Which is beyond me. So then he... Um, uh, I drive to this uh, this tire place, and uh, I was like, okay, I'm dropping the car off. My buddy and I, we jumped in his car. We went to lunch. It took him three hours to look at the tire, and uh, the warranty people or the protection plan people uh, was giving the, the tire dealership a hard time because I just replaced the tire yesterday at that time. So they're giving them a hard time about uh, you know uh, approving the claim. So uh, they had to take pictures. They had to take, uh, you know, write up a report. I was like, really? There's a nail in the tire. What the hell are you talking about here? So they, um, so I went out to lunch. Uh, they never called me back. So I said, all right, my, I told Bruce, hey, just drop me off at the tire dealership and let's uh, take a look at it. So I waited another hour. If so happens, they end up patching the tire. They didn't have to replace it. 
Wow. Yeah. So I could have gone to the Toyota dealership or whatever dealership, the Chevy dealership, whatever it was uh, in Miami. They could just patch it up and I would have been on my way and, you know, not worry about it. So I thought they would have gone and had to replace it because they did that the day before. Okay. No problem. So uh, my buddy uh, had to get a haircut appointment and uh, it was actually, there's this uh, haircut place. Just changing the subject for a second. He took me to this haircut. There's a barbershop. If you get a haircut there, they give you a free drink. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember the name of the place, but it's in Miami. So basically, they're, they're known for, there's an actual bar in the barbershop. We need one of these here in Tampa. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> we do. I do. But, uh, you know, I, I get uh, tipsy real, real easy. I'm a lightweight, so. <laughs> That's kind of cool. So, but you got to, but for a barber to get his liquor license, he, whoever that was, they must have been pretty, pretty wealthy because liquor licenses are at least $100,000, right? I don't know how much it is. Uh, unless it was illegal. Unless they had like No, a no, little, no. They're, they're, they're illegal. They're, a, little, a, little, a little boom, boom room where you get your hair cut type <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. So this haircut place was really, uh, they say, it's an actual bar. It's really awesome. So I put it on my Facebook page. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, but uh, so when I was out there, okay, so I got it. It's called The Spot Barbershop. In Miami, it's okay. called the spot. So basically, you you get a haircut, and the haircuts are like fifty bucks. So you're paying for the alcohol, anyways. Yeah. But you get one free drink, and of course, my friend Bruce knew knows everybody, almost everybody in Miami, and uh, he hooked me up with some free drinks over there. And you know what? So far, for the two days that I've been down there, I needed a drink. Okay, <laughs> so I, I had uh, some sort of vodka and uh, cranberry, whatever it was, and uh, man, I was feeling it. Real quick, I was feeling it. I'm a lightweight. Yeah, you a lightweight, bro. Yes. Well, you know why I'm a lightweight. Yeah, yeah, I know why. Yeah. So for those who don't know, I had gastric bypass, and uh, you know your stomach is like the size of an egg. So your the alcohol gets absorbed in your system real quick, and you you feel real good real quick. So yeah, so it's called the Spot Barbershop in Miami. So my buddy got his haircut. I got that, and then uh, he dropped me off at my hotel. He says, "All right, I'll pick you up like around six thirty, and we'll go out for the evening." So. Uh, you know, so we had enough time to like shower and just change and all that stuff because we were at a tired place all day. So, so he decides to drop me off. He went to his apartment, which is like a mile away and all that stuff. He did what he had to do. So he picked me up and we pick, he picked me up in his car this time because I, I didn't want to drive. <laughs> I'm done. So uh, we went out that evening. We, we met up uh, a couple of spots that he loves to go to and had a good old time. So fast forward. So I got back to the hotel just sort of like around 1130-ish. And, uh, I wanted to, uh, just, I, I wanted to stay out, you know, I wanted to stay out, but Miami, downtown Miami, shut it down at 11 o'clock. So I decided to like, I didn't want it, my night to end. I didn't want my night to end. So my buddy, mine drops me off at the hotel. I'm already feeling my, I'm already happy. I'll just put it that way. I'm real happy and relaxed. So I decided to, I said, you know what? I'm not going to be uh, hanging around here. I'm going to go out and find something that's illegally opened in Miami. And I didn't find anything, to be honest with you. I, yeah. I found, I, I met with these other group. It was, uh, it was a bunch of other people that I, they were wandering around Miami like, this place is cool, but they shut things down. I said, yeah, you know, because of the curfew and all that stuff. So I ended up hanging out with them for a little bit. I had no idea who they were. Uh, they were nice. Uh, they were from like Georgia or something like that. And they, uh, we ended up going by the river. I guess it's like a river walk type thing in downtown Miami. But my buddy of mine texted me and he said, are you okay? I said, I have no idea where I'm at. I'm feeling good. I'm having a good time. And he was like, where are you? So I took, a, my, took my GPS and I screenshot. He says, dude, 
you're about a mile and a half away from your hotel. So I wondered like a mile and a half away from my hotel. He says, you stay there. You don't go anywhere. You don't go up with anyone. I was like, really, man, I'm with a bunch of cool people. They're really cool. That's crazy. So, so, um, I hung up up with him where I didn't hang up with, I I didn't respond back right away. And then uh, a little while later he was like, dude, you okay? Are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm at the corner, whatever, whatever. And he says, he, then he calls me. He says, there's a, there's, is there a bank across the street over there? Are you at that corner there? I said, yeah, I'm over here by, by the light pole or whatever it was. And he was like, stay there. I will be there in five minutes. Literally, it felt like it was 10 seconds, but he showed up there and like instantly yeah, picked man. me up. You're in Miami, man. Miami get a little crazy, bro. Uh, yeah. yeah. And he said, and my, my friend Bruce, he's, um, he's Ecuadorian, mm-hmm. speaks fluent Spanish. And uh, he says, even I wouldn't even be doing what you did tonight. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I was having a good time. These people, and then and he, he picks up the car. He, he he calls me. He says, "Where are you?" And it was like a truck next to him. And he was like, uh, "I said, I'm over here. I'm at the corner." He's all right. I see you. Get in the car now. I'm driving you back to the hotel. And I, the people, I don't even know what their names were. I was like, "Hey guys, nice talking with you. Have a good night." My buddy's picking me up. So I get in his car. He, he says to me, "Don't ever do that again in downtown Miami. That's late at night." At this point, it was had to be like 12 30, 1 o'clock in the morning or something like that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's <laughs> cra- that's crazy. You saying that because um, uh, Charmaine had a crazy experience in downtown Miami, man. And and for some reason, I didn't go because I wasn't feeling good, and I and I knew that I wasn't gonna be able to walk those like how they was walking. So she went with her cousin and, and her cousin, which is like a, a brother to her came down uh-huh. they, they went to um they went to miami too and guess what his name is i don't know what just guess name? just say it this bruce yeah it's bruce <laughs> yeah bruce it's bruce and you know um i was gonna go she was begging just get up and go you're gonna be okay like i don't feel good i can't really do it i don't want to like rain in your parade so they had a crazy experience in downtown miami man where these guys just pulled up and she said like she seen like murder in their eyes like and um, there was just like a, a group of like three, I think three or four young guys, and one of the guys was just ice grilling the dude Bruce, like thinking that um Bruce was you know what I'm saying her boyfriend or her husband or something like that, and you know just real disrespectful. She said I'm so happy that you didn't go because we ran into the devil himself, and he was looking for trouble. He was looking to hurt my partner. You know how sometimes. Uh, uh, guys could be a little bit of crazy around like a, a beautiful young lady and try right. to, try to do too much. You uh-huh. feel me? And once they found out that uh, Bruce wasn't her her partner or her or her boyfriend, or whatever, then it kind of like the tension eased up because she she was like, because I guess one of the dudes was like, uh, so that's your man? Like you know what I'm saying? Like they was ready to do. She's like, no, that's my brother. That's my brother. What do you mean? Uh-huh. You know. So she had to like downplay the situation to protect herself. And Bruce, I'm like, oh, man, that would have been crazy if I was there because me, I'm going all the way. You're not about, like, I don't care who you is. You're not about to pull up, especially especially when you got your girl with you in Miami. Like, I don't care. Like, that could have been a crazy situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man, I would have got us all fucked up because <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm crazy, bro. Like, when it comes to her, like, she know that. That's why we don't even go to certain places together because right. I could I could get a little I could get a little nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so... You know, but I'm not, I'm not, the story gets worse. Okay. okay? The story gets worse. So I just, uh, I go back to my hotel. I was like, all right, screw this. I'm headed to bed. And my, my friend Bruce, and I call him cousin Brucey. Okay. Okay. Now for those who grew up in the New York city area, there was a radio station called uh, WCBS FM, New mm-hmm. York, 
five. I don't know what station, what the station numbers, but it's uh, cousin Brucey. In fact, he's he's on Sirius XM. Okay. Okay. So he has his own uh, radio show. It's they, he does like the oldies and all that stuff, and uh, his name is cousin Brucey. I think his last name is more. Oh, I don't even want to pronounce his name, uh, last last name because I'm not even 100 sure. So my friend Bruce, we known each other like I said since junior high school, and. Uh, I just, it just stuck. So ever since Cousin Brucey was on the radio, I'm like the only person out of his, all his friends that he has, uh, is calls him Cousin Brucey. So this is where I got this from. This is, uh, especially if you grew up in the New York area, this is definitely a walk through memory lane. Listen to this one. Cousin Brucey plays your favorite on CBS Now this is what... That's what I used to say, Cousin Brucey, and mm-hmm. that just stuck. Right, that's cool. That's how I you know, end up calling him Cousin Brucey. So, but um, yeah, let me continue on the story because it does get worse after this. I'm not done yet. Okay. I'm sorry to bore you. No, no, no. You're, you're not. I'm listening, man. It's crazy. I know. I know. I can, I can, <laughs> I'm just busting Well, I can't relate, but I can relate to that, though. <laughs> so the next day... Uh, we woke up, um, we kind of like slept in a little bit. Uh, he was at his apartment. I was at my hotel and, uh, I just hung out. I got some breakfast and, uh, and started ready to check out of the hotel. So I went up to the uh, rooftop pool and it was, it was really nice uh, weather and all that stuff. And I sat by there and just listened to music and all that stuff. So my uh, friend Bruce says, Hey, come on over to the, uh, uh, to my apartment and we'll just hang out. He lives in a really nice uh, high rise apartment in downtown Miami and the pools like on the roof and all that stuff. It was a really great view. And him and I would just start a BS and, you know, just talking about things going on in our lives and the podcast and our jobs and all that good stuff. And, um, and then we ended up watching the Bucks game and uh, on TV, and it was time for me to leave. I was like, "All right, three o'clock. I'm I need to get going and uh, get in the car and start making my drive back up to Tampa." And uh, you know, but I needed gas, so I had to swing by the gas station because my tank was like almost empty for the, for the drive down here. So I pull into a gas station, and uh, gas was over three dollars a gallon right by the interstate. And now gas is going for roughly about a dollar eighty-seven a gallon. Well, yes. this gas station was over three bucks a gallon. I was like, I'm not paying that kind of money for gas. Meanwhile, I go down the street. I pulled up the gas, uh, the Gas Buddy app that I have on my phone. Yes. Down the street, gas was like uh, really cheap. Okay. So I was like, all right, let me uh, let me uh, drive down to the other gas station. So I, I driving and I made a wrong turn and uh, <laughs> wrong turn. I made a wrong turn. And I passed the gas station and I was like, all right, I'm going to go to that station over there. So I, had, I went to, I took the back way, like a little side street. I ran over another nail. Oh my <laughs> gosh. On a different tire. So three different tires I had issues with. At this point, it's Sunday. It's three o'clock. No, no repair shops are open at this point. But fortunately, when I had the tire uh, taken care of the Saturday, they overinflated the tire by like an extra like five or six pounds. So it was averaging roughly about 39 pounds. Then the safe range for my car was like 32. Mm. So I was like, all right, it's not leaking. It's not hissing. It's not, you know, it's not draining in the pressure. I said, I'm just going to have to drive it. Yeah. So I gassed up and I was pissed. I was pissed beyond belief. So I uh, get, I guess up, I get on the interstate, I get onto Alligator Alley. I drove for about an hour and I saw the poundage 
dropping very, very slow. So I start off like at 39 pounds. The time I got to the uh, Collier rest stop in the middle of the Alligator Rally, about an hour and 10 minutes into the trip, I checked the tire, I used the restroom and and, washed, and freshened up. I checked the tire and the poundage was dropping like a pound, like a pound an hour. So it wasn't like anything dramatic. But, you know, my, it was like white gripping the, the steering wheel because at this point, I'm middle of Alligator Alley. I don't want to get a blowout. I really don't want to put a spare on because that spare is only good for like 60, 70 miles. I didn't want to put that on there. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to huff it and just hope for the best. So then I, of course, then I got to uh, Fort Myers. I pulled over. I checked the tire, used the restroom over there. Then I stopped somewhere in Sarasota, checked the tire, make sure we're good because I stopped every hour to yeah. make sure everything was good. But the time I got into my driveway, the poundage for the car was turned out to be about 30 pounds. That was cool. Where it's supposed to be. But thank goodness the day before, the truck, the, um, the tire place overinflated my tire. So that bought me some extra mileage. Yeah. But man, I was so pissed. Yeah, that so was cool. getting back to the original story. Do I deserve a redo? Yeah, you do, man. For a boys' weekend? Yeah, I think you do, bro, because um, I don't know if the nail, I don't know what, what it was, but your tires and nails, did they put, like, magnets in your tires or something like that? I don't know. Maybe somebody was screwing with me. I don't know. Literally, <laughs> he's screwing you. Literally, he's screwing with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just, uh, it was fun to get down there, but I need to do another boys' weekend. So. Okay. So do you think I deserve? Yeah, Absolutely. You, yeah, you yeah. definitely deserve that. So now if Charmaine was here, I want to see that I deserve another boys weekend. Yeah, she she would say that you did. She's getting ready to take a, a girls weekend for herself. So I'm like, you know what? I got I deserve a, a guys weekend too. You know, so. So make sure you don't get a flat tire. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably get like a, a rental or something. I'll probably fly up wherever I'm going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So bottom line, the next day I took the car to the dealership and they ended up replacing the tire that they patched on Saturday because mm -hmm. it was still leaking a little bit. And then they fixed the tire that uh, that had the nail in it the next day. So basically I got three brand new tires on my car. <laughs> so what about the fourth one? The fourth one, it's still, still got a little tread left. So <laughs> Okay. So it's still good. All right, that's good, man. Yeah, yeah. So. You're good money. I don't know, man. It, it was, it was such, it, I don't know. It was like, it wasn't meant to be that weekend. Right. It just was not. So I don't know. Okay. On a different note, the holidays are coming. Thanksgiving is just right around the corner. Uh, you know, and Christmas is uh, not too far away after that. Are you looking forward to Christmas? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, love, I definitely love that holiday. Okay. So I have a message from Santa Claus. Okay. What does he say? He not coming this year? No, no. He coming with his mask on? Yeah, a mask on. Oh, <laughs> God. I hate... I, I get anxiety when I even think of having a mask on. <laughs> All right, so we got Christmas around the corner. Santa Claus says Christmas is not canceled. Wow. Ho, ho, ho. Yes. So this creepy video popped up. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but it's a creepy video. Sorry if you have kids in the car. Santa Claus uh, made this creepy video and is, uh, they posted on YouTube. I don't know where I saw this. I saw it on like a news station. So Santa Claus made a YouTube video. How tech savvy as he is. And he says Christmas is not canceled. Let's play. It's only like a minute long. Hello, David. And all the boys and girls, I have some excellent news for you. Christmas will not be canceled. But now, with the coronavirus all over the world, how can we spend Christmas? Hmm. One of the most wonderful aspects of Christmas is spending time together. That 
that's true. Uh, certainly we have to follow and uh, respect all the public health recommendations. <laughs> oh, Santa, God, really? What is your wish for this Christmas? <laughs> I'm not playing the whole thing. But yeah, this uh, it, actually it says, uh, I got the watermark down below. It says Global News. That's where it's from. And it's uh, somebody who put it together a video with a Christmas scene inside Santa's workshop. Uh, I'm glad Clint Christmas. I'm waiting for the CDC to say that's it. No Christmas this year. Uh, no, I don't think that happened, man. No, they're, they're not. I mean, yeah. they, they they would have canceled Halloween before they canceled Christmas. Yeah. I mean, they kept on saying they were going to like cancel Halloween. Have you heard that? Remember that? Yeah, I did hear that. But people were still out there getting it in. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. So, good news, everybody. Christmas is not canceled. So, hopefully, uh, we could watch Charlie Brown uh, Christmas special. <laughs> with the little Christmas tree with the little fake ornament or the little uh, tree branch, Charlie Brown Christmas tree. I'm going to show that to my kids too. So uh, recently, uh, since our last show, uh, Al Trebecht, he passed on. Oh, man. Yeah, I've seen that. That's, that's kind of sad. What was he, 80? Uh, yes, he was 80, like 80-something years old. He was, he was, I think he was just 80. I mean, that's... Uh, man, 80s, you know, he lived a, a a good life, man. You know, 80 is still a young senior citizen, though. Like, most people wouldn't get into that 90 and 9,500 age, you know. Like, that's, that's like, one of the, you know, the, the preferred. <laughs> but even though you can't never count which way you want to, you know, you never know when you're going to go. But 80 is decent. He has some health issues, too, right? Uh, well, he, he died of uh, cancer, didn't he? Okay. Yeah, like some sort of. I don't know, pro, not prostate. I don't even know what, but either way, he passed on and. Uh, was it pancreas? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Don't don't quote me on it, folks. Uh, I just can't remember. Yep. So got a little Jeopardy music going on in the background here, but yeah. So he passed on, and uh, I wondered because he he interviewed not too long ago. I think we talked about this. He wants to have Betty White take over the show. Is she still alive? Oh yeah, yeah. Betty White. Yeah, she'll be a live. She'll live to 120, knowing her. Wow, Betty's lucky. <laughs> yeah, I, but uh, Alex Rebecca also joked that he still gonna was still gonna do a show because he still had like a three year contract left. So, R.I.P. Uh, uh, so when was his last show that he actually filmed? Like, I know are they doing replays or are they still doing Jeopardy? I don't know. I oh, they're still doing Jeopardy. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure it's gonna be announced. Like, this is the last uh, of Alex's uh, show. I think he died uh, the weekend, like November fifth or six or something like that uh, it was i think it was a sunday because you know it's funny because i happened to read it on an instagram page somebody posted r.i.p uh, alex trebek and i was like kind of disappointed because i have my phone set up with all these news alerts that breaking news that comes in and you would think that'd be like breaking news like alex trebek you know passed on at 80 something years old and all that stuff nothing i didn't get anything i was kind of disappointed i wasn't you know you know, it's not like I'm going to call up his family and all that, but uh, you're not going to get breaking news during this presidential election thing. You're not. There's not. There's not going to be any because I didn't know that there was a tropical storm heading our way or so-called hurricane heading our way. I didn't know anything. Oh about yeah, the that. one that uh, was hitting uh, uh, Tampa. Oh God, that's just another fiasco. That's just another. I can't believe it. you know a storm in November. Right. Really? I mean, I remember it was just what about a week ago was the storm came through the area. I, I don't know, but yeah. Who knows? Who knows what, uh, you know, it's 2020. Yeah. You can't, you, shoot. <laughs> Got to be ready. But yeah, I mean, 
Hurricane Ida, Eda, I think it was. ETA. ETA, yeah. Like, what's your ETA to, because uh, it was going like over the Keys, then it's going out in the Gulf, then it swung back. You know, it's like, can't make up its mind. It's Estimated like, time of arrival. Huh? <laughs> yeah, give me a better ETA. <laughs> yeah, so that's, um, so what, what are your thoughts on the, the, uh, the, uh, the amendments, the $15 an hour? Oh, man, uh, I have, I feel like people need to make more money, but I feel like all it's going to do is it's going to raise the cost of living for everybody. I, I agree I with that. I feel like they got to make it back, you know? So it's it's just going to be like, we're going to be living like, uh, we're going to be living like we're in an airport somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Things are going to be costing crazy money, crazy amount of money. You so. know, I mean, like when you go to the grocery store, it's definitely going to change the business model in stores and all yeah. that stuff. Because if, for, say for instance, okay, a McDonald's, for example, let's say they have a hundred employees that covers their 24 hour shifts, a hundred employees. You think they're going to be really pushing really hard for automation, like robots? Of course. Or even some of McDonald's, you go into McDonald's now, you could actually, you know, the big screen, you could place your order, run your yeah. credit card through. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I guess I am for people who make an extra money. But when you think about it, the bag person at Publix, for example, the person that bags your groceries, mm-hmm. you think he's going to be worth $15 an hour? <laughs> no, right. it's not a skilled position, you know? It's, I mean, not saying $15 an hour is a, is a lot of money, but that works out to be like, what, $30,000, $31,000 a year? Yeah. But, you know, it's even paramedics. I know paramedics down here in Florida, they don't make a lot. They make about $12, $13, 14 an hour, and they went to school. They, they went through the training and how to, you know, save lives and all that stuff. Those are the folks that should be making much more, not not. 15, you know, if they jump them up to $15 an hour, that's great. But, you know, the guy at the grocery store, I'm sure we're going to get a lot of hate mail and a lot of people's like, oh, no, they don't say that. You know, but, but you know, bag, pe- bag people right. at the grocery store, 15 bucks an hour to bag your groceries. I don't know. That's I don't think they thought about it. I don't think it's a, a thorough plan. Like, because for me, it's like, okay, yeah, $15 an hour. Then what are the other jobs going to get? 20, 25, 30? Yeah, 30 exactly. an hour because I don't want to get I don't want to make even close to 15 like I, I we've been managers before we you know what I'm saying we've been team leads and I've been team lead so I so you mean to tell me that somebody working at a McDonald's is going to make almost close to what I was making I what 20, yeah. you know 20 something 20 I mean, 30 I just, 40 50. I just look at it this way what about the folks that started off at the job, you know, many, if they stuck with the job for a long time, making $10 an hour, and then now, now they raise up to 15. So what about the folks that are making 15 an hour now? Yeah. Are they going to get bumped to 20 just to compensate for the difference? They should be, but, but everything's going to get bumped. It's going to be crazy. I, 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 I'm not even going to be able to stomach like the prices because it's going to be crazy. Like there's not going to be no more 99 cent specials or no. 99 cent. Mm-hmm for whopper. <laughs> whopper it's gonna be yeah 250 for the whopper three dollars for the whopper like yeah. and that's just what it's gonna it be it was head up by john morgan you know morgan and morgan for the people that yeah. uh, that attorney that you see on tv he, he used a lot of his own money to get that on the ballot and he was sitting there and keep in mind this guy's worth millions of dollars you know i mean he's really i mean he, he's got the biggest law firm in the state of florida wow. more he's on the taxi cabs phone books buses morgan and morgan i mean the, He's got a really successful uh, uh, law firm, you know, and he's and his motto is for the people. And he was they did a news station locally did a uh, interview on him, and uh, he says, you know, if I have to pay fifty cents more for a hamburger, then by all means, if that person's making fifteen dollars an hour, but I'm looking at him and says, well, you're making millions. Yeah, you're making millions. So that extra fifty cents 
may not be a big deal to you, but it may be a big deal for somebody else. Yeah. What we need to do is we, we need to encourage people to uh, get their education, not cur- encourage people to settle, you know, exactly. because get your education, get your certificates, get your like climb up. Exactly. You know, we need to encourage people to climb up instead of uh, everybody coming down. You know, mm-hmm. we, we are in the age of, of uh, electronics, technology. Yep. Um, and it's only going to get crazier. So at the end of the day, we need to climb up instead of, you know, trying to get handouts and hoping that the government does it this way or the government does it, does it that way, because it might not go in our favor. You know, let's just right. let's advance ourselves. That way we can go get those positions that do make the money that we want. You know, I, I could agree. I could be wrong. I don't know. No, I agree. You know, it's you know, get you know, get your education, get your uh, you know certificates and whatever and in IT or whatever, or even become you learn a trade. Yeah, you know, learn how to become electrician or whatever. I mean, those are the kind of jobs that are worth you know fifteen twenty dollars an hour. Yeah, but not bagging groceries at, at the grocery store making fifteen dollars an hour. I, I right. can't swallow that. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, you know, it's it's such a touchy subject, but you know, I'm pretty. Pretty strong on that. You know, what about the folks that are already making 15 an hour now? What are they going to say? Well, then I could go work at McDonald's for, you know, less less mindful work. You know, what do you think of that EMT making $15 an hour? I don't think it's going to go like that, though. I think your I rent, know. so if you're paying like a $700 rent, it's going to double. Like, I feel like from $700, you are going to be 1400 Right. Like, it, they, they're going to find a way to get their money back. Oh, they will. They Trust absolutely me. will. Trust me. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's... It's 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 pretty sad. It's pretty sad on how it is, but it is what it is. But it's going to be like uh, you know, something like twenty twenty six is when it's really going to take place. So it, it's enough time. But that's what five six. That's six years from now, almost six years from now. Yeah. So with that being said, you know it, it's not going to happen overnight. So, all right, back. So I'm changing the subject. Let's go. Very, very, very annoying song, but it's catchy. This is part of our, our genre. I can relate to this podcast. So I'm sure our listeners are sitting there like, yeah, I know this song. I know this song. Do you believe this song or this video is the most played video on YouTube? That's crazy. Yes. So this particular video, there's so many other videos out there. So this video I have here, it's been posted four years ago. It's called Baby Shark Dance Sing and Dance. Uh, it's actually from Baby Shark Official. And it, sa- it says here it has 7.1 billion, billion, as in backs a billion, billion views. Ah, oh, wow. Backs a billion. That's crazy. <laughs> yes. That's the most hits that uh, you two ever had. I think the other one was the um, the guy with the Evolution of Dance. Remember that one that, that came out years ago? The Evolution of Dance? That story came out. So let me let me see if I could try to find it. All right. So the Evolution of Dance, you know, they're, they're, I typed it in, in uh, YouTube. There's, uh, there's a lot of copycats out there. The Evolution of Dance. This one came out 14 years ago, and it's only got 308 million views. Do you remember this? Evolution of Dance. There we go. This one. Remember this one? Max, this one here. 
Nah, I don't remember that. This came out 14 years ago. So what's 14 years ago? That was like 2006? So this was probably one of the original, but this has only got three hundred and eight million versus the Baby Shark one, mm-hmm. seven point one billion, as in backs a billion. Yeah, backs a billion. <laughs> it's a cool song. It's a cool video. I, I like it. Just uh, type in uh, into YouTube "Evolution of Dance." It's basically some guy wearing a orange shirt, and it says "Crush." I guess the car crush soda drink. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember that, bro. Yeah, this has been around. I seen this. It's really cool. Wow, that's yeah. I don't remember that at all. Uh, it's good. I like that YMCA song. I don't know. Call me old school, <laughs> but you know, I, I when I I've been on a couple of cruise ships and they uh, they did like uh, disco retro nights on the cruise ship and yeah. they danced to all these really cool disco songs and that's one of the songs. I don't. I can relate to that podcast. I can relate to that. <laughs> That's All right. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so speaking of backs a billion, man. Yeah. So are you are you familiar with the professional boxer Keith one time Thurman? Yes, I, I'm kind of familiar with him. So listen, man, like that's like my boy, man. I, I ran into him at a restaurant in St. Pete called Rockstar. OK. It's like an all vegan, all natural rock star. And um, I ran into him. I had my logo everywhere on me. I had it on like the back of my phone. Like I took it off recently because it started getting a little crazy. But I had it on the back of my phone. I had, okay. it, on my, had it on my hat. I had it on my shirt. And it, and this guy is just staring and looking like, what is this logo about? And I'm like, bro, you look familiar, but I don't know exactly who you are. Right. Like, yeah, I said, yeah, this is my logo. You know, I, I do music. And, you know, I, right now I'm trying to launch a, um, a clothing business. He, so, he, so to make a long story short, he told me who he was. He said, my name is Keith one time Thurman. And I fought Manny Pacquiao. I went to a decision with him. I said, "Oh, you a fighter, fighter! Like wow. you, <laughs> you, like you a you big time, bro!" Like he said, "Yeah, man," but he's humble. He said, "Man, listen, man, just come by the gym. Uh, let me know what you want to do, man. We could do whatever with the with the brand, whatever you want to do, man." So me and him is like working on a little friendship. And I, and I, I'm the type of person where I don't like. Uh, I'm not a beggar, you know what I mean. So, I, so if you if you look out for me, I'm gonna find a way to look out for you. You right, feel me? Right. So, like, I like he. So I go. I'm in the gym. I'm chilling with him all day in the gym. He's working out, getting ready for a fight, and um, he got my hoodie on, and you know, he give me like a little drop. I wish you could play the drop, man. Like, uh, just to, just just so we can hear it. But um, he, he um he gives me like a little drop and stuff like that, and you know, with my hoodie on, and people are, like going crazy about it. Like, oh my gosh, Keith, one time Thurman, like, bro, like. That's like one of the top ten uh, fighters in the world, bro. Like, that's a really good plug. That's a really good connection. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, he's a cool dude, down to earth dude, man. That is awesome. Yes, I do have it here. You got it. I got it here. It's right on your Facebook page. Okay. All right, here we go. It's only like 11 seconds yeah, long, but it's, it's, real it's really good. He's, he describe describe what he has on here. So he has on my hoodie, man. On the left chest, like on the heart, is you got my logo with backs a billion. And, you know, just, you know, just basically it's just my last name and just a billion. Like, everybody want to be millionaires, but let's get to the billions, man. So, Backs a Billion. Like, it kind of it kind of like a playoff Maximilian, but I just right. use, I just used the B. Backs a Billion, and it sticks, and it's kind of it kind of flows. Nice, nice. Here, 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 this is what he said. Here we go. This your boy, Key One Tom Thurman. Backs Billions right here, man. Representing, baby. <laughs> With the chant, you heard? Yes, sir. Nice. nice 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 that's a little drop man you feel me <laughs> promotion wow yes so yeah backsabillion.com we'll get those hoodies man check out that music man backsabillion.com man i want one of those hoodies they man. look very comfortable yeah man i got your size bro 
I'm not I'm not a big fat bastard anymore, so yeah. I should be a regular size now. I got all sizes, man. Oh, Medium, yes. smalls, larges. Nice. Whatever you need, bro. Two X, three X. I I mean I saw you posted that. Yeah, uh, I got all that, bro. <laughs> I got an inventory. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm do another I'm gonna do another order like probably next week. I'm gonna probably get the whole outfits and probably get some um, female stuff and some kids stuff, man. So nice. Yeah, it's coming, man. I'm gonna try to make it like a real deal clothing business. You feel me? Clothing line, you know? That's like awesome. a lot of people like it. A lot of people support me, man. Like it's crazy. It's good. It's good, and especially you got Keith uh, yeah. touting for you. That, that's yeah, definitely. That's just amazing. You know, you just eating eating lunch or breakfast or whatever dinner or whatever you were yeah, doing, yeah. mind your own business, and this boxer. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's just unreal. But that goes to show that you you stay branded. If you if you're like, listen, this is some game, guys. If you are trying to pump something, stay branded, man. Wear your logo everywhere you go. Put it on your hat. Put it on your uh, shirt put it on your clothes me i put mine on the back of my phone you know and i just like a lot of times i'll talk like if i'm like in a bar type situation i put my phone down on the bar and i have my logo facing up people always want to know what is that because it's on your phone it's on your shirt it's on your hat what is that i never seen it before yeah put it in stickers like in the bathroom stalls and stuff like that just stick it there you know people are gonna go look it up like what is this i keep seeing this logo everywhere put it on a stop signs you know like huh. like yeah. pr promote yourself like don't get fined doing it but um <laughs> just promote yourself man wear your logo everywhere you go man oh that's awesome man yeah good luck with that man I, i'm rooting for you man i'm rooting for you I'm not rooting for you <laughs> yeah definitely I'm, I'm rooting for you. you you should be an investor man drop like a hundred thousand in the business let's make it pack <laughs> <laughs> i wish i had a hundred thousand but yes <laughs> All right, very good. So we're just going to keep it uh, short and sweet today. And uh, but uh, our new, uh, you got to come up with a new ring for her. What do you what, what do you want to say? Let's just uh, do an improv. I can relate to that. Yeah. I can, can you relate, relate to that? that? I don't know. I can relate to that. I can relate. I don't know. Yeah, some cool. We can all relate to that, right? We can yeah. all like we can all relate to relate, right? Yeah. On so. that note, we'll definitely work on it. Yeah, we'll, we'll work just, on we'll, it. We'll get a ring to it. Yeah, we'll get a ring to that. I got to relate to uh, getting a new microphone here. You hear yeah. all that crackling noise? Jeez. A little static. A little static noise. I don't know. You tap the wire and it makes that funny noise. I, I don't know. But, <laughs> but anyways, all right. Well, we're good. Good. So you're listening to? I can relate to that. Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> uh, we we, we got to work on it. Definitely got to work on it. Well, anyways, uh, we're going to update our uh, show name on our uh, search bar, your Facebook page, and our Twitter page. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And we're going to release our uh, new thumbnail that we've been working on. And uh, instead of our three mug shots of uh, uh, Laura, myself, and Bax, it's just be me, me and Bax. So we're putting the final touches on our logo. So hopefully that'll be out really soon. All right, guys. Have a great evening. Please share, like, subscribe our show. And uh, word of mouth is the best advertisement out there. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right, y'all. Yeah.